Uh, Gabby, if it's not one thing that you should know, it is... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? It is episode 100. Woohoo. That's amazing. We're all the way up to 100 already. Three seasons of Can't Win for Losing podcast. <laughs> we did it. <laughs> We're going to keep on going. Starting from 2018, bringing you picks and winners, but mostly losers. <laughs> That's not true. I mean, kind of. Uh, there was a lot of winners. Uh-huh. Also, a lot, a lot of losers. losers. <laughs> Let me stop this uh, fake celebration song. <laughs> so, did you ever think when you started this podcast that it would end up with just the two of us? Uh, no, I didn't think that was going to happen. I was going to be like, oh, I'm going to get like all these people that know betting and sports and everything. It's going to be awesome. We'll just be vibing back and forth about uh, what are we going to do? What are we going to pick on? What are, What's going to happen? And then it, then it was you. Then it's just Gabby. Then it's just Gabby. <laughs> uh, no, at first, uh, the first thing I thought it was like, I don't think I'm ever going to get past episode. Like getting to episode 10, I was like, what? Huge accomplishment. I'm pushing two digits on the episodes now. Oh. Uh, so episode 100 seemed like uh, a far way away to, that this podcast would probably never get to. It's funny, even at like episode 90, I was like, oh my God, fucking just give me to uh, 100. <laughs> you felt that way the entire time? It feels like... Uh, no, just that around episode 90. See, here's the beauty of me, Gabby. Uh <laughs> How I compose myself, how I am. You can't, you, if you go back, listen to 89, 90, 91, you can't right. tell that I was upset about anything. But there was, uh, there was, I was like, ah, oh, is this thing gonna even last till 100? I was like, I gotta get to 100. I gotta get, the, I got the banks gotta last till 100. The, the playoffs don't even end past till 100. I was looking at the calendar. I was like, ugh, how is this gonna happen? Okay, so you were worried about the bank. And uh, I wasn't worried about the bank, but I was also worried about, you know, uh, is this is this something that I still want to do? Right? I mean, like I I was getting upset because I was losing money, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Every week, and it just the bank kept going lower, lower, lower. It wasn't as fun as it was originally. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, and it, it's the I don't know. It's one of those things where well, I thought at that point I was like, well, I'll just do it to a hundred, and we'll see what happens then, right? Mm-hmm. Once I get to a hundred, and then I was like, fucking a hundred's like fucking ten episodes, like. <laughs> I'm unhappy now. And this let's see how miserable you can get. This is I think this was about the same time frame. You were like, I don't want to do I, I wanna switch over from ninety day fiance. I don't want to do it anymore mm-hmm. as much because it's not as fun to me. And I was like, Well, how come you get to quit stuff and I gotta keep doing stuff? You don't have to. I mean if this I don't have ever to quit becomes stuff. a chore for you and you never you know, if you this don't correct. choose us, Boofer. For a, that is fine. For a hot second I wasn't having fun. But I knew if I just stayed with it and got to 100, things mm-hmm. would be different, right? Yeah. And uh, 10 episodes in a podcast, when you do a weekly podcast, is 10 weeks. I know that a two-month period is going to change my mind a little bit, possibly. I'm not saying that the podcast is going to end. I'm just saying that the podcast got to 100. And not a lot of podcasts get to 100. I'm proud of us. I'm proud of... Me. <laughs> <laughs> you? Why am I proud of you? Uh, no. So... It was something I kept inside and I thought about it and I was like, you know what? Let me not talk about it because it's going to be stupid because I don't want to be that guy, you know, that's like, oh, here's my pick. And then once you get to the second quarter, I'm like, oh, motherfuckers, why are y'all quiet now? And then at the end of the game, 
uh, my team is now losing and everybody's now yelling at me. I don't want to be the guy who called something stupid out early, mm-hmm. you know, 90th episode. And once I got to 100, I was like, oh, I changed my fucking mind. Right. Really. You've had to eat some humble pie every now and then. But yeah, I, I mean, do. you know, I think there's a way that you temper it, though. Like you're able to you're not so full of yourself where it's unpleasant when you lose money for people. Yeah. So there. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. Well, first off, I don't. Uh, I don't give out. I I have given out picks on this podcast, but I'm not. I'm not coming up saying like, "Oh, you got to pick what I want." Right, right? right. I'm just trying to make things seem right. And then if someone thinks that you know I'm thinking wrong, then tell me. I just would love to know that I'm an idiot for a hot second. But I've never told anybody. Tell me. I don't. I don't. Under- mm-hmm. This was more of a journey and a record of me betting and a person doing it for the first time, which is now have been you know, f- how many years now? It's um, been over three. Over three yeah. years, and that's all it's really been about. I've never wanted to turn this into a oh, come follow me and I got hot picks and I'm a winner and oh my god. Yeah. So it's been about the journey. It's been about this experience that you've gone on. And now that you are three look, plus years into it, yeah, where look, do you want to go with it? I don't know. But the point is, is like you can just open up your app on your phone and then click a button and then you could possibly double your money. Right. That's true. There's no real work in it other than just pushing a button to the moon. Right. A lot of the stuff is, you know, something you're doing already. If you love watching NBA you might as well just bet on it anyway. Mm-hmm. It'll make you pay attention more to something you're already doing, right? Yeah. Don't just sit mindlessly on the, on the no, couch. It watching. does make you really critically think about It makes it a little bit more interesting, in. too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't be watching uh, Clippers games at night. Okay, so you got to spend a little bit of time. There is a little bit of work in it. You know, so th- I think that's why I got into my reality TV shows, because I just analyze everything way too much. So that particular show... I want to talk about and like get into the psychology. Not that I really know anything about psychology <laughs> of these people who choose to put themselves in these situations. So it involved me more in that I wasn't just passively sitting on the couch watching it. You know, I was actually trying to figure it out. Yeah, but then once you get the app and you're like, oh, I'll click that button and I'll win some money, and then you don't, and you're like, oh, well, that's because I didn't really pay attention too much. Maybe I should pay attention a little bit more. And mm-hmm. then you start realizing there's a lot more to it than just you know clicking a button. And then there's a lot of uh, uh, research, obviously, that goes into it, but then there's like yeah. self control of not just pushing a button a hundred times, right? That is very impressive. Like that you've been able to hold out this long based on how much you put in initially. Correct. So what I did initially was I put two hundred into my bankroll, and right. that's where I've been. I hit, uh, we doubled it twice, right? We hit five hundred once, mm-hmm. and it came down to about 300 and we got back to 500 again and then we sat around like 200 for a while and then it's kind of been <laughs> on a downward spiral right. but it's always learning new things and trying to and not i'm uh sometimes it's just act too cute and i think like you know oh, i know what i'm doing i know i'm not supposed to do it but i know what i'm doing and then i fuck up right right especially that last conor mcgregor fight if i didn't do that i think i'd be in a different spot than i'm right now but uh i remember one night uh let's say i remember i think i lost about uh, a fifth of my bankroll in a night right wow and that's when the bankroll was big mm-hmm. and I, I remember dropping i i i was chasing a game and just kept following it following it, following it. and then i just lost the whole thing and i was like oh i, I had I had, a, I had a big chunk in there right 
And it didn't seem like that too much. But the next day I was like, oh, what the fuck am I doing? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's about managing, obviously, the bankroll, uh, being consistent about how you bet, not over betting. A lot of people like to talk about uh, um, a low volume, high bets or high volume, low bets. Mm-hmm. I'm more in a mid bet, mid level bet. I, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I But I've changed that up even more where it's just one unit uh, to two unit uh, plays. Mm-hmm. And that's where I stay. And now I'm really starting to learn. Let's let's limit the amount of bets you put in night to I don't know uh, with with a low amount that I am not right now. Mm-hmm. The amount I put in is way too much. So right now I'm trying to limit myself to maybe two, maybe three. Three is like too much probably. Right. But two plays possibly even seems like too much right now at at the low volume I am right now. So I should really be doing one play. Mm -hmm. I accidentally did one play the other day and I got two really good looks today that I could have probably doubled up on. But I've been doubling up lately. And if you've been listening to podcasts for the past couple of weeks now, uh, I've been losing some double ups. A double pops so i haven't been double popping for a little bit here i'm just mm-hmm. trying to uh stay disciplined i think is what i've been trying to say the whole time and then just try to grow this thing back up and i know i could do it and if i could do it from where i'm at right now it'd be crazy but there's the, the funny thing that i've learned also about it is uh it's always to live another fight another day you always hear about it. you live it live to fight another day kind of mm-hmm. things uh take your lumps right right uh one of the things that i really thought about recently and i'm surprised and it's it's a self-realization that i had about my own self mm-hmm. was uh there was a bang at the front door yesterday or the day before whenever it was and i was like who the f- who, f- who the fuck oh, is coming over here right and then i opened the door and it's our neighbor mm-hmm. and she was like hey the wind blew over your motorcycle and i said oh, that oh really cool thanks for telling me I don't that's weird and I went over to pick up the motorcycle and you were like can you lift that and I was like Psh, yes and then you had to help me <laughs> it was oily and uh, it was it was right. it was pushover in a weird way it's a big bike yeah uh but I, I appreciate the help uh of course. and then I, as I put it up I'm like there's no way the fucking wind blew this over yeah. so I went back to the security camera and then I saw that there's a neighborhood kid who is uh, autistic and I've known about the kid but he usually he lives in a, a different neighborhood than us, and he it, we have adjacent neighborhoods. And he comes walking in our neighborhood every so often. He had crashed one of the birthday parties of a neighbor's before, like just walked in and was yeah. like eating cake off the thing. You're like, where did this kid come from? No, he's a sweet kid. Like he's always saying hello to people. You know, it's not like yeah. Uh, and then I once I saw on the security camera that he had come over and he had jumped on the bike, and then uh, he was playing. He was on the bike for six minutes incredible that nothing worked okay i don't want to you can tell the story so he was just playing with the bike and then you know uh Mm -hmm. just playing with all the buttons and stuff like that uh and i thought that was gonna i mean when you're watching i was like i know how it ends Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like watching uh the third uh star wars yeah i mean there was episode three you know what's gonna happen right there was no body under the bike correct uh but there was like this uh weird thing where i thought maybe a car had come up and backed up into the bike and then drove off and that's what i was really expecting and then i see the kid sit on the bike i'm like oh what the fuck is gonna happen here uh so the kid it 
you said it's a big bike. It is a big bike, but the the weird thing about bikes, uh, I, I don't know if it's really weird, but but the thing that people really don't realize is once you have the bike up, it's really just easy to rock it back and forth, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. The kid got it up on on two wheels. I mean, not on two wheels, but off the kickstand, mm-hmm. and then he decided to kick the kickstand up, Oof. and as soon as he did that, the bike was too heavy for him, and he was only standing with one foot, and it just, the bike just tipped over slowly. Yeah. It didn't fall on top of him, but it definitely did scare him. He tried to pick it up like two or three times and then just kind of looked at it and just like slowly walked Yeah, poor away. kid. <laughs> so that whole story is uh, based off of this one thing that I learned about myself is that I, I'm really not upset. Of course. I, you know, I keep saying this, but it's like, why would you be upset over that? Uh, well, you, there's why wouldn't you be? I can understand why people would be upset about it. When a child is doing something like that. I understand, that, but the, I understand that why people would still be upset. All right. You're allowed to be upset about things like this. Mm-hmm. If I was, if it was like, seriously, if it was like 10 year old or not, if it was 10 year old me, hey, what are you doing on my motorcycle? <laughs> no, if it was like 10 years ago me, I might be fuming a little bit, right? Not enough right. to go uh, yell at a kid or anything like that, but just upset that whatever it just happened. Why is this got to fucking happen to me? Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I really didn't get upset. I mean, I'm not happy about it, obviously. Yeah. But I, I'm really not upset about it. I Like you said, it's a realization of it, the kid didn't know any better and stuff like that. Uh, and you feel for the father where he's loses his kid because he's, you know, he's like 14 or something like that. And he runs off. Yeah. And it's hard to keep track of him. Uh, but he did have the neighborhood kids following him all over the place. And they mm-hmm. and they they found him and he was talking he was like don't touch motorcycles and they were like what the fuck is he talking about so i went over i talked to the guy the guy was nice enough he said uh i'd pay for it if there's anything wrong i just let me know i was like mm-hmm. i said there's probably a couple scratches underneath there's probably cosmetic stuff but i was like you don't have to worry about that stuff mm-hmm. i mean it did leak oil because you know you put a bike on its side it, <laughs> it's it's, it's like a bowl i mean it's, <laughs> you can't put a cereal bowl on the side and not expect to spill a lot of milk mm-hmm. uh but, and it sat out there for maybe about 20 minutes. I mean, 20, 30 minutes. I don't know how long it was. Right. So he was he was nice enough mm-hmm. to offer it. I said, hey, if if for some reason I there is mechanical issues, which I really don't think there would, there would be, then, then I'll come and talk to you about it. But I don't think that's going to be an issue. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think betting, which is weird, has helped me not get angry as much. That's so interesting. I mean, you think that's what's helped to just kind of calm down everything? Not that you were ever... Okay, for me, my experience with you has then... You've always been very zen-like about whatever happens to you, right? Like, you know, what am I going to do about that? Like, for your car crashes, for example, <laughs> when you had the teenager oh, basically turn into you. That was different. <laughs> I did have a teenager run into me, and then I I got out of the car, and she's like, oh, my God. And I was like, cool. I mean, I had a milkshake. It was starting to snow. It was kind of pretty out. And I, oh. like I said, I had a milkshake. And what is this girl going to do? Get up. What am I supposed to do to this girl? Yell at this girl? No, I know, but... You're very... That would turn on... <laughs> if I got out of the car and yelled at this girl, then no young girl her age would ever want to be with a man my age. <laughs> it would be a complete turn off. You're so gross. I did it for... <laughs> 
the sake of the uh, the older man. Mm-hmm. I was looking out for twenty year old, twenty year, twenty year in a future me. Okay, but for <clears throat> real, um, I don't know. I just I think that you handle things relatively well. It's interesting to hear that betting has helped you though temper that even further. Yeah, I mean, I've I've lost a decent, like I said, five percent of my bankroll in a night. If I I I'd tell you. We talk units on that. We don't talk cash. Mm-hmm. I mean, I t- I tell you what my role is, but I don't talk like whatever it was. Right. But it was a decent amount of money. Uh, and I think my my role must have been around like five hundred or four fifty or something like that. So five percent. Mm-hmm. I mean, not not five percent. A fifth of it is what I meant to say. It's a chunk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whatever a fifth is. What is a fifth number percentage wise? Twenty seven percent. I don't fucking know. Mm-hmm. So, I only bet. I only do math. That's why I keep it at one unit. <laughs> I lost one unit. That's easy you know, math. I wonder if that other app you've been using too recently has helped you to make wiser decisions well, when it comes to betting. Yeah, so you, you can follow me in the Action app. Uh, you can download that and just search for Boofer, and I'll pop right up. But the point is that I should also be using it to track, like I've done more recently later in the week, to track more baseball bets instead of putting them in. But it did exactly what I fucking thought it was going to do is when I put in my bets uh, for real, I lose them. And I'm like, oh, let me let me back off a little bit. And I put them on the action app and I start winning. <laughs> That's the problem. So when it doesn't count, I know a lot of people are gonna be like, they're not fucking bets if uh, it doesn't count. I get mm-hmm. it. But mm-hmm. I calm down. They do. I did. I made the picks <laughs> beforehand. They count. A little bit frustrating. Right. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, a little bit. But, uh, I mean, I should be using the Action app on stuff that I'm more curious about and just to see how I am instead of being like, oh, I think this is going to be this way. Let me mm-hmm. just put the bet and just hope for the best. I mean, it's pretty much what every bet is. But my point is is that I should do that with the Action app more than with my money. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. So our car saga continues because I'm very specific in what I want, right? Oh, we're going to talk about cars. We're going to talk about that just a little bit. Okay. So there's a car that I have in mind and it's a particular model, year I'm looking for. Yeah. Well, there's we, a range of year that... Yeah, but... Pause. There's a range of year. Mm-hmm. It's called a generation. Yes, a generation. That's Correct. Thank you for giving me the language. Now... We go to this particular dealership that happened to have what I was looking for, mm-hmm. and it was not available. I'm sorry, ma'am. <laughs> oh. Your princess is in another castle. Uh-huh. So I talked about what I was looking for, essentially, to the man who was helping us, and was I very I, clear. I th- yeah, I know. I <laughs> I think I handled that pretty well. I, you did. I I. Usually when I go up to there, I like to play cool, like I'm not looking for anything. And especially that I didn't find the exact car I want that's on your lot that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. We tell the kids, hey, we have to take you with us, but you're not allowed <laughs> to talk in front of strangers. <laughs> Basically. Is this the car that you want to buy right now? So Relax. He starts suggesting other vehicles on the lot. That so are like so yeah, out I know, of no, anything pause. that I'd before, ever go for. Before you for. go through that, we get onto the lot. The guy's like, hey, you looking for the inspector? I was like, ah, yeah, we're looking for an SUV and or and we want to see what we got and just wanted to, you know, look around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we didn't see it, right? We didn't see it. We didn't see it. So we sort of asked some yeah. not so specific questions. Yeah. So <laughs> correct. Because I said, hey. Uh, she saw a car she liked, 
uh-huh. wanted to come over and look at it. And I said, I want to look at other cars mm-hmm. first. And that's what we were doing. And I said, but I don't see the car that she wants to look at on the lot. And then he goes, oh, let me go check on it. And it comes back and says. He says that my car is like the princess. It's in another castle, meaning it's. Do you want me to go into where it is right now? Yeah, it's just getting detailed because they got it as a trade in recently. Exactly. Uh, And he says, oh, well, we have other cars. I said, (laughs) yes, I'm aware. (laughs) I'm in a car dealership. Mm -hmm. And he goes, would you like a look around? And we do. And then as he comes over and asks if anything has struck our fancy, he starts suggesting other cars, which I believe I have mentioned that with the I said the usage of the car was supposed to be a beater car. Yeah. We're supposed to we're supposed to be getting a used car that we're going to travel up and down the East Coast with. Yeah, this I know. is my dream for the car, like something that we could throw like equipment into if we need to, like kids into if we need to, like it goes all around. Hold on a second. Uh-huh. Equipment equipment, <laughs> you know, for when I go on tour. I understand. I get what you I get what you're saying. Thank you. Uh, but you just do that there like we had that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> You, we have said, I've, have. I've, no, no, we haven't had the conversation, but you have said out loud, you can be my roadie. And I said, <laughs> I'm sitting at home. Uh, but I explained to the guy, it's going to be driving up and down the East Coast. I, we're going to be putting mileages on the car. Don't give me, uh, you know, uh, what's the most expensive uh, ring in the world? I'm, you know, I'm, if right. I'm, and I got, t- we got the kids with us. I'm like, look, we have, don't give us anything that we can't smear ice cream all over. It's not like I let kids eat ice cream in the car, but uh-huh. that's the point, uh-huh. right? He sees the val- he sees uh, the the usage in front of him, right. and then he's like, <laughs> "Oh, we got this one car that's almost new. It's a 2020, and it's like, for you're not you know listening to me seventy grand. I don't know what he said he was. <laughs> I was like, "Look, I said used car, and we're in a price range, and I don't want to, but Anyhow. it's fine." Uh, yeah, but I think I, I think I, I off the cuff I was like, I'm looking for a car with value that we're just gonna beat up anyway. Yes. And I was like, man, I'm a genius at this point. <laughs> I was like, especially having a kid standing there, I was like, because these two are just gonna trash it anyway. So you know, there there's no, no use getting something nice and fancy and brand new. I was just shocked. Like I understand what he's there to do. He's I, there I'm, to make money for himself. Correct. I get it. He's like, got to eat, eat, eat. I get it. <laughs> but the point was is that he really didn't listen <laughs> no not at all so oh you want this in this price range yeah but there's a million dollar car out front <laughs> we also looked at the new electric uh ford uh suv looking thing mm-hmm. the mustang suv yes which a does not look like an suv not at all it looks like a ford like Taurus a wagon yeah it's a Taurus wagon slash Prius looking thing. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, maybe we saw a lowest end base model, but it looked trashy. Possibly. But I also get to the fact that uh, everything has to be lightweight to make the electric car faster to begin with. I mean, mm-hmm. but I was not a big fan. But you. It looked you like it was put together like. Uh, compared it to like Lego pieces. Yeah, like it does. Like little Lego or, seats. Or Duplo really is what Duplo. It, or actually, no, no, no. Playmobil. Mm-hmm. That's what it kind of reminds totally, me. Totally like smoothed out, but like just plunked in there yeah just <laughs> not very sophisticated like like most cars are built with machines i think this one was like two guys just clicking lego pieces they got mm-hmm. you got to make sure it clicks twice click click and then they're like all right this one's off to the to the dealership 
So there is a part of me that likes, I love Mustangs, like especially give me like a 68, 69 Mustang. Oh I'll my be a God. very, very Here happy camper. I'm telling you like a ruby red ragtop. You know I'd be so happy. Are you buttering Take me up me for to the beach? Yes, buttering me up for uh, your birthday <laughs> and taking you to Florida. Well, I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon. This is can't win for losing. Just your average how to bet on games and hopefully be successful at it. Podcast, mainly sports, sometimes life, mostly correct, but always entertaining. You can follow us on Twitter at CWFL Podcast. Also subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever popular podcasts are sold. Uh, I'm your host, the Mover T Justice, and on today's dais we have actress, YouTuber still, I think, and the lover of all Mustangs. That means guitars, cars, and the horses. <laughs> Gabrielle. Elizabeth Murray. Hi, loves. Uh, I know we talked about us for a little bit, but I wanted to switch gears to the chill. Do you have any information for me on the chill? Something I think you will be... I'm cracking open a story here. Uh-oh. Wait, 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 wait. Breaking news here. So cringy. All right. TJ Oshie's name has been included uh-huh. in the Seattle Kraken ah. news story. Uh, so this is, uh, you. I've already prefixed this whole episode by saying, don't tell me, but <laughs> what? Uh, there's got to be some sort of prop the, for the Seattle Kraken to make the playoffs. Take it. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is, take it. It's got to be plus money at the beginning of the, the, the year. So this is going to be the same thing like the uh, the Vegas Knights, right? They're an expansion team. They have to do the expansion draft, which they get a choice of like two players and decently good players from each team, right? Mm-hmm. So now that you got – this is kind of how I like to build my uh, fantasy football teams. Like people like to get like number one uh, wide receivers and then shitty everything else. Yeah. I like to get – uh, second string wide receivers and third string kind of and just go level all across. Mm-hmm. I think a, a second string team is better than a team with a first stringer and a third stringer. I, I agree with you. So just kind of making it all the Kraken team next cohesive. year. The Kraken team next year is going to be a good team. All right. Now they will make the playoffs. Here's what I find interesting about this, right? We've got TJ Oshie talking about how he wants to end his career with the capitals like he's happy here we're in dc everyone so so um <laughs> the craziest thing about that is is that he was traded for bauer i don't know fuck where bauer is now and uh i would like to have oshi back because oshi has definitely had a better career than bauer has had and i especially this he's not even that old but in the hockey age wise i guess he is he's 34 up, yeah he's up there mm-hmm. and i would take him back for a couple more years maybe i mean there's Tom Brady's out to 40. The hockey's a different uh, beast, but, you know, uh, I wouldn't mind uh, coming back to uh, St. Louis for two, two, three-year contract and then mm-hmm. end his career in St. Louis. Uh, but I know you're going here. Go ahead. Right. So the thing is, right now, the Capitals aren't fully protecting him. I'm not exactly sure Correct. what is involved in that. Like, So you have to franchise a guy or or put or or 
I think you have to give a list of guys that you say you have a list of like 10 players on your team that you're protecting or something like I can't remember what the exact number is, but you can there's free agents, but uh, you don't get free, you don't get a choice from free agent guys. Those are off the market because you can just get them. Mm-hmm. There's no the point was is that you wouldn't just grab a guy who's going to be a free agent at the end of the year anyway or something like or beginning yeah. of next year or could be dropped anything. So it has to be like a, a quality guy on the team and you you can protect a certain amount of players on a team. Yeah. So he's not going to be he'll probably be uh, on the bubble of that protection. So I believe that TJ Oshie made these comments about wanting to end his career before the new head coach of the Kraken was announced. And do you know who this is, Boofer? Uh, the new head coach of the mm-hmm. Kraken? Uh, it'd be cra- crazy if it was Barry Trotz or... <laughs> That would be very crazy, but it's not. Or uh, what's his name? Uh, I can't remember who it was. So there's a man named Dave Haxtell. That's uh, who it is. Okay. Okay. And he happened to be TJ Oshie's coach back in his college days. That's kind of cool. And he led them to multiple victories. I think a championship was thrown in there. Probably a lot of goals scored. Yeah, quite a few. Like the most in a hockey player's career, I believe. I've seen him play hockey before. I know Mm -hmm, he's pretty good. mm -hmm. So, with that twist in the plot, we have July twenty third, the expansion draft happening. Capitals aren't protecting Oshi. Do you think? That Haxtell is going to make a play and Oshi will soon be a Seattle Kraken. Uh, yeah, 100%. There's mm-hmm. no way that you have an expansion team and you have a chance to get. Uh, so you can only get so many players. I can. I don't know what the number is. I don't know all this stuff at the top of my head. But I know you can only grab some. There's some players out there. But Oshi's got to be high on your list. Mm-hmm. Probably not number one. But it's got to be He's gotta top be three, right? Like, I'm top three, top four, top five. That the Capitals aren't putting him on whatever that list is to keep him on their team. So w- every hockey team has a farm system also, right? So maybe they think they're just good, right? That's true. Th- we've had They've had a good value out of them, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Maybe, uh, I don't know how much he costs in the next couple of years. Oh, Right. But you got Ovechkin to pay for and you got uh, I don't know what other contracts you got going on. This is going to be a team that doesn't have a highest pay player. Oh, she could be possibly one of those highest paid players on this team and fit underneath their cap. So it's funny. They're throwing it out there that Oshie could be um, a very good captain for is it Kraken? Am I saying it wrong? Is that the Kraken or Kraken? It's the Kraken. The Kraken. Kraken. It's the mythical sea creature. Yes, yes, I know what it is. I'm just always afraid I mispronounce things. It's a little bit silly. <laughs> what's mm-hmm. cracking? <laughs> Seattle, what's cracking? All right. I'm excited for this team. Uh, you didn't give me any information on the Globetrotters or anything like that? Oh, no. Uh, I don't have anything on them. I I, I, th- I was really hoping you would do it. I mean, everybody can go out and Google about what's going on. But the Globetrotters want to be part of the NBA. Or not part of the NBA, but want to be recognized as a franchise in the NBA or something like that. I yeah. don't know what it is. I, I'm okay with... I mean, they should be already in the basketball hall of fame because that's not nba type stuff but so here's what it is they sent a letter to adam silver asking to be an expansion team like they want to be one of the nba teams i i'm so (laughs) your thoughts (laughs) i'm kind of down harlem but it'd be harlem right 
It yes, Harlem and Brooklyn and the Knicks. Three teams I in love New York. That they they could use it. I they mean, could you use gotta it. Represent all the different areas of New York. F- five five teams from every bureau borough bureau mm-hmm. <laughs> borough. We don't need five teams in every borough. Well, I don't think Stan. Or I mean, like one. not five teams every borough, but we need a team for every <laughs> twenty five teams. We need them all. I love it, but then you made a good point. You said if Harlem becomes a team does that mean the generals have to become a team correct that it has to be the general washington to washington i i think so i don't i don't think people would really want i don't think people need another new york team you don't need a harlem team when you got a brooklyn team and you got the Knicks team right this manhattan at that point right Mm -hmm. uh but what is needed is another team other than the wizards (laughs) bradley beal expansion drafted to the washington generals you heard it here first i love it let's do it oh i'm trying to hit that i would like westbrook he could be a ge- such a good oh. general right westbrook no no terrible no. i can't believe you brought his name up on my podcast i'm a fan of westbrook why are you hanging on him what's going on <laughs> stop talking about him i fucking no oh, trash okay. get out of here all right hate him i don't hate him i just i'd prefer him to be somewhere else He's not a superstar, especially not in here. Sure. Oh, he got triple doubles. Who cares? You ain't win championships. You ain't win games. You sound like that man who's on TV. <laughs> screaming, a, screaming A. Smith. <laughs> Let me tell you. No, I, I, I'm, I'm done with Rice. I was okay. like, okay. I, I was like, really at say. first I was like, oh, hey, a legit player in here. And then you watch him and you're like, <laughs> get out. That's it. Yeah. I'm done. Just doesn't seem to gel anywhere, right? They interviewed. He was like, "Who's talking about champion? Who's talking about playoffs? I mean, who? I don't know what he's talking about. He's just not interested in winning past or the regular season. It seems like. Well, you know who is. It's, hey, look, it's not like I want the Wizards to win, right? Hundred mm-hmm. percent. I and I and we had this argument the other day. <laughs> I said I live in D.C. I have to pay attention to the Wizards because it's what's on the TV all the time. I can't just be blind to it, right? Mm-hmm. So if I'm gonna have to pay attention to it, I fucking take my advice too. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> the one place he doesn't need to go is my fucking Bulls either. So oh no, oh no, there aren't that many places left for him though. It's tough. <laughs> there's a couple more teams, but not that. There's two. You're not coming back to D.C. You're not gonna go back to OKC, and don't go to Chicago. He could go down to Miami. <laughs> Welcome to Miami. Mm-hmm. So you know someone who does want to play past the regular season. His name is. Oh, uh, you know what? Wait before you before you say that. <laughs> my other idea for uh, the Globetrotters would be for them to be an expand them to be an NBA team, like uh, not like an NBA franchise, but like uh, what's it called when you're like honorary, an honorary franchise that plays against the NBA All Star team at the All Star break. And I thought that would have been great. Oh, that's so cute. Like, if you um... want to see how good your team is, because they said that uh, the. The Harlem Globetrotters back in the day played NBA teams and then beat them. But we're talking about like 1902 uh, Minnesota <laughs> Lakers. The Minnesota Lakers. I love it. And they played them twice and beat them twice. Mm-hmm. The Minnesota Lakers. Calm down. Let's relax. <laughs> I Hey, I'm not saying they're not skilled, but you can't be pulling down the ref's pants and then throwing the football like a... Uh, or throwing the basketball like a football or doing crazy stuff or hanging on the rim for 20 minutes. Okay, so we don't know if that was plates. happening with the Minnesota Lakers. We think they were just playing regular old 
fashioned basketball. I'm right? pretty sure they were doing the weave and doing crazy stuff, but Maybe. Uh, Maybe. I'm sure they were keeping it somewhat legit. But I'm mm-hmm. just saying what I've seen. The mascot has to stay off the floor during the game. <laughs> That's my point. <laughs> so you were ha- saying. How about Trey Young? Oh, uh-huh. I, I, you know what? I thought it was because I turned on. I, I don't like the the place to be that warm. And I thought it was because I turned on the AC that I was feeling kind of chilly. But no, <laughs> it's because you're bringing up the ice track. That's right. Now he's joining LeBron <sighs> and also Kobe in history. Do you want to hear how amazing this is? I'm telling you, I told you from the beginning. He's uh... You heard it from me first. I heard it from you first. So he scored or assisted 72 points on game one against the Bucks. Mm-hmm. All right. According to his name is Ilias Sports. You might be aware of this, but he goes by that on Twitter. Um, that's the most in a conference or division final game of all time. That's the most. Yes. That was probably the quietest 48 points I've ever seen. Mm hmm. Just right. effortless, right? Yeah. I mean, I didn't even realize he scored. I thought he hit 30. No, I thought that was it. Like, mm-hmm. I was watching. I was like, oh, fuck. I should have fucking play off, play off, play the. I'm going to go ahead and take a drink. <laughs> you know, um, so for those of you I should have <laughs> played a playoff prop bet mm-hmm. on Trey in this game, which was probably like 32 points or something like that. I didn't even. I, when I saw that, I was like, oh, he's definitely probably got to hit that soon here but then i realized at the end of the game it was 48 mm-hmm. so i saw one of those quiet what is it called when you have one of those pieces giving the background on a player like a fluff piece fluff piece okay i caught one of those on him about mid-season and he i guess used, his father used to take him to all the games whenever he could he was able to actually meet some of the players in person when he was growing up And just there's this drive within him. Like he just kind of visual. He saw himself being one of those players one day. Right. And I think there's some sort of weird self-actualization with him. Like he's just tuned into whatever needs to be done in order to get the job accomplished. And I think he is going to have a ring by the end of the season. That's that's big words. I mean, I know you're not screaming out uh, sons and four. Or Hawks and four a whole bunch of times, no, right? No, no. Uh, but those are big words. Uh, you know what? He's got a good chance. You know why I say he's got a good chance? Because he's still in the playoffs. What do you want me to say? I can't say he's not going to get it. I'm not going to say he is going to get it. I'm not going to say he's not going to get mm-hmm. it. Uh, it's a hard thing to do, right? Sure. And I don't know if they have all the exact pieces to get around him, but he's got enough pieces to get around at least Milwaukee once. And they definitely got past uh, the process. Mm-hmm. The process has been unmantled. Yeah. This is disassembled, whatever you want to call it. Uh, you know, I'm okay with you thinking like that. I just don't need to hear it every day. Oh, you won't. I just, this is it. <laughs> I mean, every now and then, you know, if I happen to catch a game with you, which you know I will. You stop, you, you keep looking <laughs> at him. You're like, ah, oh, there's that my man. <laughs> I'm like, I love relax. Him. He's got the energy. So we've got Scotty Pippen giving some uh, very I, harsh i uh you know what i'm, I'm glad you brought this up because i did eyeball it in the corner of my eye and i wasn't able to read it i would okay now hit me up with it i'm i'm 100 interested in what uh scotty pip yeah on twitter he, said he said kevin durant yes. he doesn't have what lebron has mm-hmm. and he's talking about this it's from an interview with tyler r Tynes from gq 
All right. So if you want to check the whole story, go check out GQ. Pippin said Durant's <laughs> well, weakness. Why are we doing GQ commercials? I'm just giving people where they can find the full. Okay. Pippin said Durant's weakness as a player was his inability to utilize his teammates. He says, and quote, he needs to learn how to utilize his team. He has to learn how to set up his teammates to be better. That's it. As great as he is, there's a cap to his talent. He could have easily made that three, killed them in regulation, and we wouldn't have been talking about this. But I knew going into overtime, he wasn't going to make it. He was taking all the shots. You don't play the whole game, bro. And they've got guys physically wearing you down. You're going to lose. And then he goes on to say, Katie can score better than LeBron. Probably has always been able to. Those big words from Sky Pippen, right? Yeah. He says, but he has surpassed LeBron? Nah. He tried to beat the Milwaukee Bucks instead of utilizing his teams. You see what I'm saying? LeBron James would have figured out how to beat them, and he wouldn't have been exhausted. And he may not have taken the last shot. But LeBron ain't KD, and KD ain't LeBron. KD is a shooter, a scorer, but he doesn't have what LeBron has. LeBron does a lot of walking around and uh, giving up in the middle of the game. Mm-hmm. And we've seen that in the last series he was in. I mean, you, we can talk about injuries and he can talk about injuries and how his whole team was injured and it was hard. And it's just people just people. It's just a, they're not they weren't a good team. Mm-hmm. And you could see it on LeBron's face at the end of that series. Right. To say that he doesn't have what LeBron has. I don't know if that's entirely true. I mean, sure. Uh, from the series that <laughs> comparing LeBron and him and Katie this year, uh, Katie a little bit more putting effort into it. You probably mm-hmm. can't sit there and play the whole game. You got to go out and you got to rest. You got to rely on your on your man, and you got to set your men up to play better. Mm-hmm. You talk about other. You, you hear people talk about uh, players making the other guys around him better. If he's not doing that, then he's not going to be able to win. You can say LeBron did that a little bit, right? But then again, you can argue that LeBron passed it off too much to other people and relied on them instead of taking what everybody refers to as the now nowadays is the mama mentality or mm-hmm. that killer instinct to actually win games i mean it's it's what it is it's going to be a lot of fluffing back and forth of uh what you should be doing who's the better team who's the better player who's a better teammate how you should really win uh jordan did it right. and now we're still arguing about you know if he was too mean to people uh-huh uh huh. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, recontextualizing based on the era we're in. Now, you know, Katie doesn't take things laying down. No, I believe so that he might have uh, come back. <laughs> we have some firing shots here. Didn't the great Scotty Pippen refuse to go into the game for the last second shot because he was in his feelings? His coach drew up the play for a better shooter. Uh, that's fucked up because he would have never <laughs> known about that if he didn't watch. Uh, uh, what's, it, what's it called? Last Dance. Yeah. The guy, oh, he also says, the guy Scott also wanted to enjoy his summer, so he chose to rehab during the season, LOL. Yo, at Scotty Pippen. They followed Phil, not you. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Oh, my goodness. So about that, Pippen has talked about it, and he um, has also discussed his relationship with Michael Jordan. And, uh, you know, it's, it's layered, and apparently... Whatever we saw in the last dance, there was a little bit more to it. And he's explaining that the reason why he ended up taking himself out of that playoff game was more about racism playing a role than any other edge to it. I mean, so. Yeah. Once you get into that, I'm not. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. I so, can't comment on stuff like that. I have a new book that I'm adding to my list, everyone. He has a book coming out. Uh, it's called Unguarded. 
And if you want the other half of the story, you should go check that out. Uh, that's funny that you're talking about tweets and everything like this. I, I saw this tweet earlier. I usually don't retweet anybody, but I just came up in my feed and I said, that's hilarious. I'm retweeting that. Uh, some guy tweeted out uh, a picture of uh, Dame Lillard uh, with a, a jazz jersey on talking about he needs to come over there and start his legacy over in Utah. And then <laughs> Dame Lillard retweeted it saying a horrible Photoshop and I'll show you the picture. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> like some of some of these Photoshop jobs where they when there's a rumor about a player going to a new team, they legit do like good photoshopping, especially football or quarterbacks or stuff like that, because they gotta get all the helmet right and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh and they gotta find a picture of from college that's in the same kind of position of someone else who has a dream. But this one is just a horrible Photoshop <laughs> a job of I could have done Can that. Can I see it again? It's just uh it's like all disproportioned. It's just cut. And then paste it on top. Yeah, that's he it. doesn't look like he has a knack. There's no Aww. fading. There's no. It's just like the. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not. It's not lined up. You could have at least squeezed it to the thing, to make it look like. I don't yeah, know, like the edge of like Ranger's armpit where the Correct. jersey is. Oh, it's the not laying correctly. The, the arms ripping through the. Oh other my side. goodness! <laughs> yeah. yeah, it looks like he's in the 80s. Yeah. and he just decided to tear his jersey. He's got one of the. Uh, like a what. muscle shirt, like even more muscular. What's the, the shirts? What's the shirts where they rip off the sleeves and tear down the sides, and they just kind of loosen it? Yeah, like he's in Venice Beach, about to go weight yeah. lift. <laughs> yeah. Uh so I thought that was funny. Uh, go go follow us on <laughs> at CWFL Podcast to go uh, check out that tweet and that bad Photoshop job. I mean, it's an okay Photoshop job. If you look at it uh, for a hot second, you're like, oh, it's him. And it. But if you really look at it, you're like, oh my like, god, oh. it takes you like two minutes to do that Photoshop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and people, real, pe- real people, putting a lot of work into some good photoshops out there. Uh, that's just <laughs> Dame's right. It's like, uh, don't even bother on that. Uh-huh. Uh, the other thing he said was, "What's my bankroll?" One <laughs> hundred. Uh, last week, Gabby, I'm kind of alluded to this a little earlier, but uh, <laughs> last week I had. 19 in there mm-hmm. and then this week uh, let me go ahead myself. and get right. the little uh let me get come that, on big money, money come right on big <laughs> 10 what yeah uh so friday wnba new york liberty at the las vegas aces taking the under 172 uh liberty 78 so as long as as the aces didn't score like over 98 points i'd be good but the problem is that they scored 103 that's gonna be a bad bad beat there uh nba taking the clippers plus two right against the jazz uh game six on this one the clippers get it done and then they send the jazz to one two three cancun and then that's a win down uh 0.14 unit because i had to pay the juice on that one uh uh saturday First half Milwaukee Bucks against the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, this is last series. I got the half point on this one, Gabby. Milwaukee 47, Brooklyn 53. Down 1.1 unit. Not bad because I only played one play. Mm-hmm. Right. Saturday, uh, NBA again. Taking the Clippers uh, versus Suns over 221 and a half. Right, LA one fourteen, Phoenix one twenty. 
All right. First half, 76ers minus four. I thought they were going to get a little blowout action going on here. Atlanta, 48. Philadelphia, 46. Down 0.15 units. Kind of break even kind of situation going on there. Mm -hmm. Right. Uh, Monday, MLB. Going to start chasing some MLB pretty soon here, Gabby. That's exciting. I'm looking forward to watching more MLB. Uh, I don't know if I'm going to watch it as much. Uh, <laughs> but uh, what we what we have decided as a consensus is that we're not going to do uh, full game overs anymore because we're getting burned on full game overs. Mm-hmm. Uh, because you get a lower lower over. You can get like an over nine or over eight for a full game, but you can get like an over five for a first five. And a lot of these games right. are hitting the fives, but they never get into the eight in the later rounds or in the later in the later rounds in the later acts of the play. That's very smart. Uh, so that's how we're going to roll with that. So what I did here was uh, first five Cincinnati Reds uh, minus the half run. I should have taken the money line because it was three, three after five. And that was a, that would have been a push if I didn't take the half. Uh, the problem is, is you got to take a little, you got to pay a little bit more juice to get uh, the, the money line. As opposed to just taking the half line and you get almost plus money sometimes, but not as much juice possibly sometimes. Also, mm-hmm. Milwaukee Brewers and the Diamondbacks over nine and a half here. I think I, I think you know where this is going. <laughs> uh, one to five after four, which would have probably been okay in the first five, but that was it for the game, so that's a, that's a loss. Uh, my, minus two units on this one. Uh, this is where we're talking about. We're, we've gotten our ass is handed to it on things that we like and we put in uh, for the day and then we get burned on the second half of the game because they just go dead. They go to the bullpen and I don't, I, who knows, bullpen? Too much bubble gum, sunflower uh, seeds. The bull, how are the bullpens better than the starters? We're betting against starting pitchers, basically. Mm-hmm. We're fading starter pitchers or we're we're betting on good starting pitchers and we're going the other way. We're, we want unders on some things or we want team totals the other direction. It's it's a whole thought process. I don't know how we all get to the exact number we want. I'm just eyeballing it half the time going, that pitcher sucks and that pitcher sucks. So we should go look for over in the first five or something like that, mm-hmm. which has worked out decently well on things that I've eyeballed. But things I've bet on yet, uh, well, let's see. Uh, Tuesday, KBO action because, hey, <laughs> we're doing baseball. Might as well throw a KBO in there. Uh, I took a Heroes on a game late night. That was a loss. I mean, nobody cares about it anyway. <laughs> Uh, WA and NBA action, Chicago side at the New York Liberty. New York Liberty taking this plus six. They were pretty decent at the beginning of the year, and the sky were pretty uh, not decent at the beginning of the year. But Candace Parker's back, and uh, Sabrina on the Liberty has gotten hurt a couple times. I think she worked through an injury right now. There's a lot of regression coming on that Liberty team. They're mm-hmm. supposed to be not that great of a team because they're a young team, but they really came out the the shoot uh, guns blazing in the beginning of the season. I thought they were going to be able to continue this. It seems like they're probably not going to be able to do it. But the, Sun, uh, but the Chicago uh, Sky, they're really coming up now, and Candace is really carrying that team. And you can tell because the Sky beat the Liberty 92-72. to 72. That's by 20 points, Gabby, in the WNBA. That's a decent beatdown. Wow. That's a loss on my side. Uh, w or, no, I'm sorry, not NBA action. Clippers again at the Suns taking the over two twenty four and a half here because uh we we bet the over two twenty one in the first one. Let's go again. I know it's a little bit more juice, but we're what we were looking up was uh CP games without CP three 
that the, they were in, which were uh, opened up at around 120, low 120s, and it went like 15, 14 points over it, right? So when we saw this, we said, let's go jump on this. It even moved down and then came back up or something like that. Uh, but the problem is, is that they started Pat Beverly and Zubox for the uh, the Clippers here, and that just screwed a whole game plan up. Uh, one hundred and three to one hundred four. Mm-hmm. So the plan is, if they're going to start uh, Pat Beverly and Subas, we're going to take the unders on it. And if they start Manning and our uh, Terrence Mann and uh, Pachanka, I think is the name. I can't remember exactly who it was. Uh, if they start that guy, we're going to take the overs because if they're the starters, they're more so. We got right. play, we got playoff T, right? Mm-hmm. He can score. But Pat Bev, he doesn't know anything but just run around. And Zubas, he just sucks, I mean, in general. Uh, I don't even know how he's getting a starting job. Other than the fact that uh, Kawhi's hurt. <laughs> right? I guess so. Uh, Major League Baseball, Chicago White Sox at the Pittsburgh Pirates. Pirates suck. Pirates always suck, right? So I'm taking a White Sox team total over four and a half here against a bottom five t- uh, Pirates, Gabby. Uh, the Sox has scored three in this one, and they lose the game, and I lose my bet. Mm. Yeah, this is what I'm talking about. I get to I get to come in and say, "Oh, the Sox are on fire this year. They're great, and they're playing a terrible team. Let me take the Sox on the money uh, on the team total here, and then they fucking lose it." First five, uh, San Fran Giants at the uh, Los Angeles Angels taking the over four and a half in this one. Uh, the Giants. Uh, just sad. They uh, just came out of the first, and they got uh, four runs in the first. Right? They just splashed four runs on them, right out the gate. Mm-hmm. Another one in the second, and then that was all they needed, and that didn't matter because it was a win. All I needed was over four and a half. Colorado Rockies at the Seattle Mariners taking the Mariner team total over four and a half in this one. This is a full game type situation again. Uh, the Seattle gets two off and off of six hits, and that was it. That's all they got. Thanks. Down 4.66 units. This is bad. Not good when my bankroll is not that big. Uh, what? I just got a thank you from you for something. I don't know what's going on. Uh, where I lost my spot because you're fucking with the internet over <laughs> there. Getting alerts from you. I'm multitasking. On I'm multitasking. <laughs> I know how to do it. I don't want you to multitask. I, I want you to talk. one task. This task right here. <laughs> it's called a podcast. <laughs> Uh, Wednesday, MLB action, Oakland Athletics. I'm taking the Athletics on the money line here against the Texas Rangers, 3-5. to five. Yeah, I mean, that's a loss. Uh, and then the Atlanta Hawks, first half, plus five against the the Bucks in this one. Uh, I was confident on this one. I said it's a lot of points on a, on a game one when you don't know what's going on, and I'm riding these Hawks in the ice tray, and then they fucking... Yeah, so I can't get when I can't win oh, that. for losing. Mm-hmm. I can win for pushing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's how I got to uh, down to 10, 10, 10, 10. Yeah. So what I, what happens is, is that on Twitter, I have a list that you can create lists on Twitter. And I have one called betting tips. And uh, it's not that uh, it's, it's not much of a list of fine daily picks or anything like that, but it's much to track the market of how other people are doing and what the kind of like the it's kind of a heat check going on over there. And I just mm-hmm. want to see in the last couple of days, uh, it's been no bueno 
Gabby. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it's not just It's just you. not me. I, I, got, I got a friend over there. Uh, the one thing that I do, the, the people I do follow is, uh, well, people don't have to post their losing picks, right? But the mm-hmm. people that I do, and I respect you more if you actually do, post your picks and then post your results afterwards, yes, be right? be honest about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a guy I follow, he went 0-8 the other day on MLB picks, uh, which Jeez. tells me stay off baseball for at least the end of the week. Uh, I went one in five, and I didn't want to jump off and go one in ten or one in thirteen, one twenty. The lesson is, even though every day is a new day to pick winners, Gabby, uh, <laughs> you you just don't have to chase a sport, right? Baseball mm-hmm. is a game of streaks, and betting on baseball is a game of streaks too. And if you're losing, you're going to keep losing. So just cool, just stop it, come back at it, uh, and. Another thing that started getting me on was right was going back, especially where I'm at on my bankroll. Bank management is very important at this point. I would think so. I hope to make it to 101. I've, <laughs> <laughs> I and I and here's the goal. Here's the goal, and I can tell you that I've already achieved it. It's already been, uh, I've already done it. Right, I've done a hundred episodes of a of a betting podcast without having to re up my bankroll. That is amazing. The initial deposit I put in, I've not put in more money. I've mm-hmm. not taken out money, but I've not put in more money. Yeah. It's getting sketchy right now. I mean, it was, it's been <laughs> getting sketchy bit. for the past like 10 weeks. <laughs> you know, back when I was all pissed off 10 weeks ago. Uh, but uh, I think I can, if, if I manage myself better, that, uh, that Tuesday with the, the three baseball picks and the Clippers picks and the 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 hero pick and the WNBA pick it was just too much especially for the amount of bankroll that's one two three four five six six bets on some that's like uh twenty five percent over twenty five thirty percent of my bankroll in one day right yes so that needs that needs to get cut out uh-huh. I, I keep forgetting how much I actually <laughs> do have and I'm like oh it's just a couple bets mm-hmm. uh, but I'm also uh, what I've been doing more recently is breaking even on days and then maybe coming up a day and then coming down a day. Mm-hmm. And I never think about, you know, taking giant L's like, you know, a five unit loss on a day, especially when I don't have that many units to begin with. <laughs> but, uh, the, one of the things that's been helping out a lot is, uh, well, the one of the thing also I wanted to do and achieve with this podcast was like build this like community of people or at least attract people to build a community of people. Right. That's right. Uh, and it's kind of hard to do that when you uh, you jump on Twitter and it's just uh, no faces and it's just people just saying what they want or or not telling the truth. And there's a lot of people out there tout a lot. They're like, oh, I got winners for days. And you're like, uh, sure you do. I, it's hard to tell. And I'm not going to I'm not going to blindly follow you or, or tell you because you say you're a winner. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. Right. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this thing happened where this app came out called locker room yes and then i went on there and i said you know what we could do uh, and this is probably going to be a good thing to do this is an app based on people who like sports right mm-hmm. and as it's a chat app where there's no video aspect to it but you can just go in there and join a room and you can talk to people about whatever a lot of the people are just young and they're all yelling over each other and a lot <laughs> of the rooms are not as fun but there's legit people on there there's beat reporters on there all the time there's a mm-hmm. couple guys from the washington post i listen to on there once in a blue moon 
uh, when I feel like listening to something that's uh, kind of like the radio. Yeah, there have been players who actually go in <laughs> the and heat, talk as well. The Heat have been on the app. Uh, <laughs> fake Tyler Hero has been on the app. <laughs> uh, but it's it's it was another thing I tried to add to the element of the podcast where I would stream onto the app at the same time that I did the podcast so people could come up. And there's been a couple of episodes where I did that. Uh, we didn't get as much traction as I wanted to because, uh, it, well, first off, the app is really hard to find rooms on because it's just like a giant list and you have to scroll all the way to the bottom. It's, it's in order of how many people are in a room, right? So if like mm-hmm. 40 people open a room, you'd have to scroll to the bottom when there's only like two or three people in a room. And when I just start uh, the podcast, I mean, I don't have anybody following me. Nobody wants to join in. I, mm-hmm. I also don't feel like I want people to listen to the podcast, obviously, right? Yeah. And I would enjoy people chiming in during the podcast, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I feel like uh, I feel like I'm asking too much of someone to listen <laughs> to the podcast live. Like I don't. It's the same thing as listening to it uh, whenever you want to listen to it, right? Right. But I don't know why I think asking to listen to live would be any different than just asking them to listen to begin with, right? Mm-hmm. I know there's a commitment to to make me or to have people listen. But I, my point was, is that uh, I don't like the the worst thing I am with this podcast is the advertising part. I'm just terrible at advertising. I just need to hire someone if I really want this thing to shoot the moon. Right. Right. Uh, because I just don't I, I'm not a self promoter type kind of guy. Right. Yeah. I'm terrible at it as well. I always feel very cheap whenever. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't. Do it, I don't want. You know? I don't want to make it seem like the only t- reason we have a relationship is for me to hawk something to you. Right. Right. Yeah. And that's kind of. And you can't build a community if you just comment and you're just screaming, "Hey, let's talk about stuff," but you have to listen to my podcast too. I don't want it to ever seem like that, right? Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. that's kind of why I think I wasn't able to really uh, build it too much while I did the podcast. But I did join the rooms all the time, and I had started meeting people and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you know what? What has happened, and it kind of organically started happening, uh, a guy had come in and he was doing a show on there or doing a, a, a live kind of like, it was, I don't know if it, you can call it a show. It wasn't being recorded or anything. Or I may think it was for a hot second. Near here or there, <laughs> right? Right. Uh, but a lot of people follow him and he uh, he would run the show and then he would he's down to earth and he's exactly uh, the kind of thing I like talking about. Like, mm-hmm. If you tell me what if he said, you know, it was day one. He said, I like to be transparent. And I've said on this podcast, you can go back to like fucking episode in the teens, possibly in the single digits. I guarantee you, I've said I want to be transparent. And I've said that completely. And every time I talk about every time before I go through my picks, I tell you how much money I have in my bank account. I am 100% transparent about everything that I do on the podcast. Mm-hmm. There is not a pick on here that I have hidden or anything. I've just told you fucking I lost five units in a day. It's fucking ridiculous. It's painful. We know I'm, everything. <laughs> I'm not hiding anything. But he also said, I, I want to keep everything transparent. A lot of guys, you come out here and they just tout up on nothing. I said, this dude knows what he's talking about. I'm going to listen to him. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that he he's got winners for days. But you know what? It's, uh, it's, it's not a sprint. It's a marathon, right? Yeah. And uh, listening to him for a while, and then he had to move his show a little bit later in the day. And I said, you know what? Uh, he's in Vegas, mm-hmm. and his show, when he wants to start it, 
for us people on the East Coast, it's a little <laughs> bit late in the day. He, like he, he wants to do it like right before the game starts, right? So I said, mm-hmm. you know what? Let me just go ahead and slide in. And I, this is this goes to the other kind of thing I'm talking about, where I don't like to tout myself, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't want to really make it seem like I just slid in. I was like, oh, I'm a fucking hawk. There's this time slot, and there's people expecting to be here. I'm just gonna come in and just start throwing out my no, fucking podcast. No, I, I think you're good with people like you're interested you're curious like you're kind you're funny you know what i mean so (laughs) no people are drawn to you for those reasons i'll write your check like there's really (laughs) a lot of humor and um i want to say just you're genuine personable right you're very personable Mm -hmm. you make people feel comfortable (laughs) uh so i started opening up the room at the time slot he couldn't do it anymore but he said he would come back in and run in and join in anytime he could. And I said, right. cool. And I, like I said, I didn't, I, I really didn't want to make it seem like I was hoarding in on this shit. Mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And I told him, I was like, hey, he's like, no, it's cool. I said, all right. So what I've been doing on the locker room app, which is, I like to call it locker room. <laughs> <laughs> it's really called uh, Green Room. It's a Spotify uh, Green Room. If you go download it. And at one o'clock Eastern Standard Time, I go in and I open a room. And what happens is uh, some guys come in, right? And we all talk. We hash it out. We yeah. go in. We talk about all the games. We say what we like. We looks. We talk about angles that we like. We come out to a consensus of what kind of bets we want to make for the day. Mm-hmm. If you want to, you want to tail. Go ahead. If you want to fade, go ahead. It's we're giving you the information. You do what you want to do with the information. We're gonna do what we want. Mm-hmm. If we want to play a game, we'll play a game. If we talk about a game and we're like, mm, I don't know about this game, we're going to lay off the game. There's going to be people that come in and be like, oh, I got this. I got the game. I got the Reds at uh, team total over six and a half. And we're like, cool. We talked about it. We're we're not going to do it, but we'll we'll back you. We'll cheer for you. We'll yeah. we'll watch the game and track it. And then, you know, high five you if you win. Mm-hmm. We're not going to trash you. You've I think uh, you experienced this today. How uh, how it really here. Because you don't, you see me just walk away and like Into the back room for hours. See you later. <laughs> and then I think the first time today, you heard us. Uh, you've heard the difference between our chat, right? Yeah. And all the other chats where they're just screaming over each other and just like, come on, come on, bro, 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 bro. Right. Mm-hmm. And we, someone comes in and they say, especially the guy that you heard today, it was, I'll give him a little bit of credit. It was his first day. <laughs> okay. And he didn't, he didn't, he didn't Joel and beat it. He didn't trust the process. He didn't right. Ben Simmons it. He didn't trust the process. <laughs> and he came in and he talked shit. And we told him, this is the play we all came up with. And mm-hmm. he went against us. Oh. Yeah. And he was he was talking shit when he they went up. He was arrogant about he it. He was. And, he, and he, he fucking ate a dirt pie when he fucking lost that bet. <laughs> and he said, I'm coming back tomorrow. What time are you doing? I'm getting in on this. Right. Aww. So, you mm-hmm. know what? I run... I run the show, one o'clock Eastern on Green Room. Just follow me on Green Room. Download Green Room. It's a Spotify product. Create an account. Search me, Boofer, on there. It's very easy. My fucking face is on there. It'll say "Can't Win for Losing" on the profile. You're not gonna get confused. Uh, and then if you follow me, you'll get an alert when the room comes up, and then you can come in and join us, man. We will take anybody in, and we will talk. If you got hot takes, we'll listen to them. 
Mm-hmm. Well, Joe Nani is stupid. You can't come in. Look, <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm gonna give you the greatest example. You can't come in there and say Devin Booker is gonna pick up uh, uh, 30, 30, 40 points because he's wearing purple uh, Kobe Mama shoes. That's not gonna work. <laughs> we will Joan on you. And w- as he's not putting up any points all game, he he had seven points in that first quarter there, or in the third, or into the third quarter, seven points. And we were like, you gotta get to get them shoes off. You got to take the mask off. You got to take off the shoes. Mm-hmm. You can't come in and do it. That's not what we're going to do. You can't come in there and tout box scores. You'd be like, oh, they won the last two games. So they're going to win this next one. No, baseball doesn't work like that. It's a different pitcher. Come back and tell us. Tell me if you like this pitcher. Tell me if you think he's trash. You think he's better than the other one. You think the other team's going to get advantage. You come back. That's what you're going to do. If you don't have that information, don't worry about it. Come, listen, learn. Mm-hmm. And that's all you got to do. It's that simple. Uh, don't be a jerk. We <laughs> look. If you're gonna Rule be a jerk, for life. yeah. I mean, don't just, be a jerk. <laughs> don't be a jerk. Uh, if if you're gonna just gonna be a jerk, or we're just not gonna entertain it as much, and you won't get no one will enter. It you'll just right. you'll, you'll be out. There's yeah. been a couple guys in there come in and they've been like, ah, sketchy. But uh, there's some people that come in there. There's a lot of good guys in there. Mm-hmm. We have a lot of fun. We talk all day long, almost. Guys and gals. Guys and gals. Right? Yep. There's no money's money. Mm-hmm. We don't care. But this is this is kind of this is building up to what I was hoping the podcast was going to kind of hope start building. Uh, I didn't I didn't link anything I do with the podcast to this group of guys that get in and talk bets. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think they do know I have a po- I think a couple of them know I have a podcast. Well. I found it so interesting. People go directly to your profile and they like read that little bio that I didn't think very much about, you know, but they'll say, oh, this person does this, Mm. that. And that's how the one minute I was in your room, they're like, oh, who's this person? And then they went right to my profile and they're like, what? Oh, they did for losing. Yeah, they they definitely connected you in two seconds. Yeah. Yeah. We're not stupid. We're not all the other clown gem rooms where they're just like, there's some <laughs> DJ. The worst is the, the DJ rooms where they're just in there playing music, but it's not even playing music like legitly. It's like them holding up a, their phone to a music, <laughs> a, a speaker, and it's just like, it's like old timey radio it's sounding. Not good like sound quality? No, not oh, at all. Oh, okay. I'll and they're all just mind. <laughs> throwing dance emojis all the time. I'm like, this is the worst music I've ever. Wow, that's don't. It's What's not the worst on? music I've ever heard. It's just the worst quality music I've ever. We have HD TV. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I should have jumped on this. We were talking about this in the in the. They were oh, down the earlier. Cubs. They said it's time to jump with the Cubs, mm-hmm. and then I can you can I you look at that right now. Is that yeah. look like a the the celebration of a losing team? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah, I should have mm-hmm. jumped on that one. But bankroll management, I can't just jump on it. That's correct. Because a couple guys said it. If I had a couple extra laying around, maybe I might have jumped on it. Uh-huh. Anyway, yeah, that's what it is. I, this is the community that it's I wanted. A cool little group. Yeah, the like community that I was the community I was looking to build is actually being built. Maybe I, I kind of what's called uh, uh, and uh, not not insinuated, but kind of uh, well. You helped facilitate facilitate the I, additional times. Correct. I, I still made the time available for. I feel facilitated that, and uh, you know, people give me credit for doing that and stepping mm-hmm. up and doing that. And you know what? I don't mind taking a little bit of credit, but I got to give it to Ski. Man, Ski was the one that did it. He's the one that brought everybody in. So that's what I want to say. Like, shout out to Ski. Shout out to Tony. Shout out to Z. 
uh who else is in there uh nucky's in there johnny's in there marty mar auto autumn just mm-hmm. come in uh <laughs> we got this one guy uh devin comes in he's like positive vibes man positive vibes <laughs> it's kind of creeps me out but like me. he's a nice guy <laughs> and he and he, t- he likes talking baseball and he loves it and he's got he's got good looks and i'm like all right i'm listening to him i'm see what he does and we're gonna all gonna come to a consensus and and like tony's boy came in today and was like mm, i don't think so and i was like <laughs> all right you're gonna get chopped up this <laughs> i mean that's how it is mm-hmm. but uh, i'm that's that's the difference between now and that 10 weeks we talked about in the beginning of the, in the, in the show a that's lot of, a lot of progress <laughs> a lot of progress a lot of i mean the role's gone down mm-hmm. but i'm not pissed off about i mean I wasn't pissed about losing money. I haven't been pissed off for a very long time about losing money. Because, like I said, I lost, like, that fifth of the role and stuff like that. And that I was kind of upset about. Because I just made stupid decisions in the middle of the night. Okay. Yeah. I, and that, that's... But now I've seen it come and go. It comes and it goes. Right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not upset about it anymore. I can all, If I really wanted to, I can just put the money in. <laughs> sure. You get more upset about money than I get more upset about money. I mean, I'm fine with what you're doing. Like, I don't get upset about this. Because I haven't lost my ass. It's the problem. <laughs> yeah. I'm not just in there with like, I'm not sneaking behind you. But like, I'll put another thousand dollars in it. Mm-hmm. It's nothing like that. So uh, that's where that's where we're at. The The podcast for now is a thing mm-hmm. because it's becoming fun. God, I'm so happy to when hear you that. when you do it by yourself and you're just sitting in your house it's kind of like uh I'm just sweating this out uh-huh. but when you got uh, a bunch of guys who are doing the same thing you're doing mm-hmm. uh it's pretty fun and we're joining on everybody and w- it it was said out loud today <laughs> that we all got to meet up in Vegas oh <laughs> y'all should do that that that'll be good for you guys uh so uh that's where it's at uh find me on the uh the what's called app the spotify green room app one o'clock eastern standard time come in hang out try to learn this shit if you got information come bring it and we'll fucking try to make all this money as tony said let's get let's get this paper yeah you got anything else that's it that you don't want to add anything else to it no i'm just so happy for you yeah i mean it's getting there i don't i don't know if the podcast is going to blow up because I got friends that want to bet <laughs> <laughs> and they want to hang out and just talk about betting all day. But I mean, it's cool. Uh, Gabby. Boofer. Uh, thanks for tuning in and listening to another fine presentation of the can't win for losing podcast. You're welcome. Also special thanks for the support from listeners like you. Uh, if you're new to the show, uh, smash the subscribe button. Go ahead. Share it with all your friends, everybody on Spotify, Luke, or, uh, Locker Room, any other app. And uh, you know what? Go on, to the, go on to the Green Room app and share this podcast with everybody and their <laughs> other foreign language rooms who don't know what the fuck you're talking about or others. Content. Cre- there are so many content creators rooms and there's like so many people in there and they're not content creators. If you're in there, if you're in a room, talk it. I'm going to tell you what, motherfuckers. <laughs> what? I'm going to grab this mic and just like sway. You Bama ass MCs. You got to bring bars. You can't just walk into a content creator room and just say, I'm a content creator and sit in a room and talk about creating content all day. You know what you do? You actually get out the fucking room and create some goddamn content. Look, I only say this because we're in our room doing it. 
<laughs> we're making we're trying to make money right we're trying to put bets out. we're trying we're going through shit that's all the talking that's the purpose of it that's the purpose of it yeah. it's not going in there and be like oh uh the best way to uh, keep track of yourself on a podcast is to get a calendar well no fucking shit <laughs> <laughs> what well, is the stupidest thing i've ever heard in my life. and it's not hey that's not the first time I heard that in one of those rooms. I jump in there just to see if there's, they're like, oh, podcast creators. I'm like, oh, let's see what this is all about. I go in there and they're talking about the dumbest things in the world. The most obvious things. Uh, <laughs> have the person that uh, was on your podcast share it out to their podcast. No Are shit. Are you kidding yeah. me? I mean, it's just, they're just in there regurgitating shit they read on the internet a mm-hmm. hundred times. And if it's not that, because a lot of people, uh, so they advertised it. Uh, Spotify bought Locker Room. Uh, and then Spotify switched over to Green Room. And then Spotify said, hey, <laughs> I know what we'll do. We'll advertise Green Room on Spotify to Spotify <laughs> users. And everybody on Spotify who is a clubhouse went to fucking Spotify or to Green Room. And now there's a whole bunch of clubhousers inside Green Room. Mm-hmm. And it's the weird dynamic going on there. <laughs> <laughs> and they just love sitting around doing nothing but just talking about the same thing over and over again or just talking about other people on Clubhouse. Is it like a lot of influencers who uh, are on Clubhouse? There's a lot of quote unquote influencers <laughs> on fucking Clubhouse. Oh my God. If you have to hear one more person say they're an influencer or some social media uh, expert Guru. or yeah, or <laughs> advertising. Fuck you. You're not. I, I'm. You have a hard time advertising yourself. Uh-huh. As I do, I've right. already admitted that 20 minutes ago. <laughs> yes, you were transparent on this podcast. 100% transparent. <laughs> but I definitely will not sit in a content creator room all day long going, <laughs> here's how you uh, record a podcast. There's articles in the internet. If, hey, look, <laughs> if my dumbass can figure out how to get to 100, you should be able to get to 100. Mm-hmm. The, the one thing they say is all you got to do is get past seven. We are so far past that. We're amazing. If it if it's one thing I can do, I can count. I can't fucking spell, but I can count. We are way past fucking seven. Uh, if you haven't already, <laughs> leave a quick review. <laughs> uh, nothing too fancy. Don't use the word banter. And five stars is always appreciated. Uh, we're also on iTunes, Spotify. Those are the same thing. Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. Uh, tune in Amazon we are located everywhere just open up your favorite podcast app and search can't win for losing and if you don't have a favorite podcast app download one and call it that <laughs> uh, tell all your friends on Clubhouse I've got a podcast app uh, if you don't mind you can follow us at CWFL on Twitter on Instagram on Facebook and if you wanted to after you join our room on Green Room, you can head on over to mybookie.ag and you can start war- uh, wagering today. Create a free account. I got to yes. <coughs> cough for uh-huh. a hot second. Uh, you can create a free account, uh, get a 50% sign-up bonus up to $1,000 off your initial deposit of at least $100, I believe is what it is. Simply enter our easy-to-remember promo code, which I will give to you right this moment. CWFL. Head on over to mybookie.ag for your 50% sign up bonus up to $1,000 off your initial deposit of at least $100 using the promo code 
C-W-F-L. Remember, all links mentioned in today's episode are listed below in the podcast description just to make your life that much easier to support us. Gabby, I'm losing my voice. Where can everybody (laughs) find and follow you at? You can find me on YouTube uh, at a yet-to-be-determined channel that I will announce maybe on episode 101. Also, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Phoenix Gem. Mm, Gabby. Hey, Boofer. Good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. Good game. I will catch you next time. See ya. All right, y'all. Have a good one. Beep.